You are now listening to The Perfect Prana with Kaya Ann. What's poppin'? What's good? You're listening to The Perfect Prana Show, and I am your host, Kaya Ann, a senior at Columbia College, studying radio and voiceover, a yoga instructor. I'm a girl. I am just a girl, a sleepy girl at that. I should have went to bed earlier last night, but I did not. Oh well, I learned my lesson. But did I though? Anyways, I have the usual in store for you all today. The yoga news, the yoga heels, the weekly wellness challenge. But before we get into all of that, let's center ourselves let's find our center no matter where you're at if you're in your car sitting on the couch taking a walk in the park sitting on your porch i don't know it's probably cold outside by this time so you may or may not be outside it doesn't really matter where you are I encourage you to grab a cup of tea, some water, some coffee, a beverage of some sort. (laughs) I am drinking my coffee now. But no matter where you are, what you're doing, just take a moment to check in with your body. Take note of all five of your senses. What do you feel? What do you taste? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you smell? Sit up nice and tall or stand up nice and tall and take a deep inhale into your belly and exhale, deflate your belly. Take a deep inhale, hold at the top, And then exhale and hold at the bottom. Take a deep breath right into your belly and then exhale out your mouth and let out a big sigh of relief like (sighs) centered. I am centered, or as centered as I can be today. Let's just say that. Yoga news. There's a few things that came up for yoga news. Family of woman missing on yoga retreat responds to witness who broke silence after weeks. So yeah, unfortunately, Nancy Ng is still missing and the family is starting to accept and come to terms with that she might have actually drowned. They have more questions, but it seems like they're kind of believing the witness. The witness was cooperative with the local police and whatnot, and people do drown in the lake, so it's a very hard thing. It's very hard and unfortunate. I hope that they reach some conclusion. Like, I I would hate to be in this situation and to never really know what happened. That's why I'm like, reading that story really, following that story is really sad scary 
The yoga news doesn't end there. More yoga news. The yoga teacher killer. I talked about that some episodes back. The yoga teacher that killed that lady out of jealousy. They sentenced her to 90 years. She was definitely found guilty. More unfortunate news. I mean, not unfortunate that she's found guilty, but just unfortunate that she straight up took somebody else's life. That was unfortunate. Anyways, more yoga news. Like, I have multiple stories today, so... (laughs) And I'm doing multiple stories because I don't want to talk about them too much. Like, oh my gosh, why is it all so negative? (laughs) But the reality is people are drawn to negativity like if you want to be for real and honest the news stories that are like bad news we're drawn to them like we want to know more the things that make our jaw drop we're like that's so horrible but yet we want to know more and we want to talk about it and like that's human nature at this point so there is there is psychology behind that. It's a innate in us to pay attention to the negative at times. So we know how to protect ourselves. It's like, man, this is a mood killer. On one hand, I want to know these things, but then on the other hand, like, ugh, should I really keep promoting this and feeding into the negativity and talking about people doing crazy things to each other? Like, is that really good? I don't know. Yeah. But for the purpose of the show, yes, I will talk about it. (laughs) Yoga guru who gave 1969 Woodstock address repetitively sexually abused employees lawsuit. Here's the tea on that. So this kind of seems like it's something that is a little bit more common than it should be, but there's a lot of stories of spiritual leaders sexually abusing people. Man, I really hate that and I and I hate what it does to the practice. This is something I've heard of within the yoga community of these big time leaders taking advantage of their power, abusing people sexually, doing all this crazy stuff. But it's like, I've heard of this in other religions as well. We're not gonna get on that. But I've heard of this in other religions as well. And I'm just like, ugh, I hate it. I just, I hate what it does to the practice because there's so much truth within the practice and so much within the practice that can and will benefit us. But it's just like, we can't even receive guidance from some of these people on these practices because they are just horrible people. Like, I just, I hate it here. Like, it just doesn't make sense. But anyways, these yoga companies are being sued because the people that started the yoga companies, these gurus, have been accused of sexually abusing women, which these gurus are dead and gone now but the companies are taking the heat for it because they're still promoting the gurus and the practice so big yikes there it's definitely it's not the practice it's not the religion it's most definitely the people they will see that back 
I don't think that anybody really gets to escape the bad that they do. And we think that we're escaping it sometimes and that we're getting away with it. I think that it comes back on us eventually. And even if it doesn't, it could come back on us in the smallest ways or it's just the fact that we have to live with ourselves and know that we did that. That is a heavy energy to carry. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I truly believe, though, whatever we put out there is going to come back on us. So, if you're out here abusing people and doing horrible stuff to people under the guise of spirituality... <laughs> that's not good that that is not good so sucks that they're dead now now that they're being accused but maybe it's for the best who knows the other part of the yoga news is that it is national espresso day tomorrow on the 23rd on thanksgiving it's national espresso day and the reason why I'm including this is because it is Thanksgiving and I like espresso, so I picked this because I'm grateful and I'm thankful for espresso. I don't really drink espresso that much except in my lattes, but I'm a coffee drinker, so I have my, my coffee and I like my coffee and I'm grateful for it and it brings me joy. <laughs> Even just a good latte just brings me joy in general. So I, I love espresso, I love coffee, I love the energy boost and all the benefits that it offers, contrary to popular belief. I'm not here to debate coffee and espresso with you people. But if you don't like coffee, then you're immature and you need to grow up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but but that, that, that's it for this yoga news. I had to end it with something a little bit more lighthearted because there's a lot of heavy news. Anyways, on to my personal journey. Here's the thing. I have the worst pain in my neck right now and I hate that for me. And it was getting better. But the fact that I didn't sleep enough last night, I definitely feel like I exacerbated it. And now, yeah, it's just some tension and some strain there in my neck. I hate that for me. I really do. It was getting better, but I literally just set myself back. Honestly, this seems like it's just not gonna go away until I get sleep. You don't want this pain. So, I don't know who needs to hear this, but go to sleep. I, I needed to hear, I did hear it. I don't go to sleep and I think that I'm getting away with it, but I'm not, I'm not. My body knows, my body knows that I've been neglecting my sleep. My body's like, yeah, we're not gonna let you get away with that. We're about to show you. Let this be a lesson, go to sleep. Anyways, I stayed in forearm stand without the wall the longest that I've ever had, where I felt like I was almost in control for a moment of my body in that inverted state. 
that was amazing and I've been trying to recreate that and I've come close but the first time that I did it I was just so impressed with myself and I was like whoa and then I tried to get it on camera and then it just didn't hit the same but either way I thought it was pretty cool just teaching classes I taught class this morning even though I was sleep deprived and I had this horrible neck pain and that was a moment that was a moment of perseverance right there I'm always happy to be here though. I'm always happy to teach and I'm happy to be here talking to you guys. So that's honestly the yoga news. There's really not much going on. I'm just existing in my body and living my best life. <laughs> yoga heals. This week is a very special guest. Mantra Lotus, a super conscious creator from St. Louis. She has been a yoga practitioner for over 20 years. Currently, she teaches yoga, somatic movement, and mindfulness meditation classes. She is the founder of the Loose Woman Sanctuary, a woman empowerment organization created to help women overcome obstacles that may interfere with personal growth and life success my good sis came and gave some mantras so let's get into that yoga heals with mantra hi mantra lotus right that's correct i love that name <laughs> do you i guess what is like your name what people call you or refer to you by mantra <laughs> Ma really Mantra, yes, mantra. That, that is a beautiful name. Oh my gosh. You were Thank born you. into this lifestyle of a healer. <laughs> no, I, I changed my name. So no, I changed my name. Yeah, yeah. So I changed my name. I'm one of those people I believe in, you know, uh, creating your own reality and, you know, choosing who you are. So, or, you know, our spirit helps you choose. So let's put it like that. That's amazing. Why'd you choose mantra? Mainly because mantra is a prayer, but I've been going under the acronym, uh, which is an acronym as well for me, uh, for mantra by mantra, probably over 30 something years. And um, I started a website called Mantra, which is motion, artistic, nuances, tantric realities and anthology. So um, initially I'm a, I'm a writer from birth, a poet. So all of that. So kind of a way that, you know, encompasses who I am. So. that's amazing well honestly I've never thought about it as a name but now that you're saying it I'm like it does make sense though <laughs> like I was like yeah. I could see somebody naming somebody mantra yeah, so it's yeah. really nice I guess I'm just gonna start by asking you what I ask everybody that comes on here is when did you start practicing yoga why did you start practicing yoga and why do you still practice yoga today Definitely. I uh, started practicing yoga probably in my early 20s uh, and a little bit before that. So a little bit in high school. And I, I was introduced to it by an African dance teacher. And it was one of the ways to help us increase flexibility within dance. So at, at that point, I kind of never looked at it as a, a spiritual uh, form of movement. 
And so from very early on, and then I began instructed, I ran a a daycare after I had uh, my daughter. I ran a daycare. And so that was one of the highlights of of what we did was to uh, teach yoga. So I started teaching um, and started instructing. And all throughout the years, it's one of the the ways that uh, I keep my life in order for balance. So um, and I, I don't think I'll ever, you know, it's no reason for me to ever stop doing yoga. So um, and currently I teach uh, seniors and uh, teach within my community uh, different practices of yoga and, you know, and kind of combine it with other uh, things that I do. So um, and I uh, run an organization, an all women's organization, and yoga is one of the highlights of that we include in our uh, healing practices as well. Oh, yeah, I did see you sent me your website. Yeah. The name of the organization was the Loose Woman Sanctuary. Yes, the Loose Woman. Why is it called the Loose Woman's Sanctuary? Well, mainly because um, it's for us to get loose, you know, so meaning letting go any chains that bind you. So any mental, any emotional chains, anything that's preventing you from being your true self, you know, being our real selves. So um, and also. Um, a little bit of past. I, I'm a domestic abuse uh, survivor. So uh, one of the things and ways that I was able to help myself bring myself into the point where I needed to be uh, was, of course, yoga, but other spiritual practices. And um, I wrote a book called uh, Brown Slip, The Loose Woman's Memoir in a poetry and uh, prose uh, journey of my experiences uh, that I kept over the years. And that was my way of expressing and which gave me a sense of empowerment. And when I published that book, I started having book readings and group signings and, you know, group workshops and sisterhood circles. And I realized that we needed something more, you know, not just a book. Um, So the Loose Woman Sanctuary, hence Loose, came um, in a sense from that book. And within that sanctuary, it's it's a lot of a collective of healers, a collective of uh, women entrepreneurs and, you know, um, different crafts, uh, you know, that women do. And it's a, it's a nice uh, place for us to be, which the sanctuary is what we call it. Do you have like a physical location? Uh, we actually do. Uh, so was was mainly online, but um, I have a space that I co-partner with with uh, my business partner, Leah Cruz, uh, Love and Light Cuisine, which is Love and Light Wellness. So Love and Light Wellness and uh, the Loose Woman Sanctuary combined. The Loose Woman Sanctuary, we have a you know our our, our spaces in a lot of different different places. So we kind of coexist with other organizations and some other spaces, which allows me to kind of uh, branch out more. So let's say I'm somebody that is traumatized or I need healing and I come up upon your website or your business. Like, what's the process of getting involved and like, what are the things that you offer? Right. Uh, The services. The main thing is normally um, we'll get like I have online services. So for a guided meditation, um, I take uh, consultations and calls. So most of my clients will call. And then um, if they're local, then we'll set up a a, a visit to where we can kind of spend some time and then a group meeting. So a lot of it is guided meditation. Um, uh, I have uh, Reiki practitioners that I kind of, you know, uh, consult with as well. So if it's something that I cannot do, then I refer them to someone else. I pretty much do 
guided meditation and like I said, which I teach within my classes and some somatic movements, which is uh, releasing trauma, you know, learning how to let things go and, you know, and understanding that our bodies sometimes hold on to stagnant emotions that we need to let loose and let go. And that's one of the reasons why yoga is so important freely move, you know, it gives us the freedom, not only that we need to be ourselves, but the freedom to learn who we are. When movement is combined with um, spirituality, which yoga is, it allows us to search so much more deeper into maybe realities that we didn't know existed. So breaking limitations, breaking, you know, certain mindsets of of um, who we think we are, you know, and what we think that we're capable of doing. That's one of the things that I, I think that why I love the fact that you called me and love the fact of what it is that you're doing, uh, because people sometimes don't realize the impact of what we do in our daily lives and just how certain practices are able to be more influential, influential into uh, what it is that we need to accomplish. I love that you brought up that phrase, who we are, because that is something like Every single yogi brings up every time they come on here, they're saying, yeah, yoga, it led me to who I am or I figured out who I am or I'm learning who I. So that's something I commonly hear. And I want to ask you when somebody asks you, who are you? What's your answer? Uh, I am who I am. So I'm always growing. I'm always learning. You know, it never stops. So um, I would say I am who I am. And I believe in mindfulness and believe in the the power of the moment, you know, so recognizing and paying close attention to where we are at each moment is so important. You know, I, I had a, um, a pretty severe accident, car accident, maybe I guess about a month ago. And yoga is one of the things that kind of, you know, helped me to kind of bring my health back. It wasn't, you know, like severe. I'm totally blessed, you know, but I had a, a concussion and whiplash and back issues. You know, the fact that I am a yoga practitioner and also, you know, very active in my life, but also understanding the spiritual aspect of who I am, which yoga helped me to learn that um, because it teaches you the centeredness. It teaches you the groundness. And when you combine it with stillness. You know, it, it opens up so much doors, so many doors, like you don't realize how strong you are. You know, it's not just necessarily the agility or the flexibility, but it's so much within the strength that you learn about your body and um, some of the movements because of the movements uh, can release trauma, you know, and involve somatic movements and, and things like that. Uh, so you're able to release a lot. And so a big part of my recent healing was yoga, you know, taking time after the classes that I'm teaching this to take some stillness and quality time with myself and do the practices and practice all that I, you know, I, I know I need to do and, and to, to help me to, re to release and to, to gain my strength back. Getting over so not just physical trauma, but mental trauma, you know, emotional trauma, you know. So, you know, I, I'm 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 a lot. I'm a I'm like so many other people who are just the advocates of yoga, you know, and the advocates of you know meditation and you know tapping in. And I just I totally believe that is combined. So, and it's like once you tap in, either way, you know, if you if you're into meditation, you learn how to sit, you learn how to be still, you learn how to listen to your breath. Once you're into meditation, then you're into and you're into yoga, then you learn the the power of your breath. You learn how it allows your body to move, how it allows your body to clean. 
plants, how it allows your, your body to heal, you know, so it's all cohesive and it's a beautiful thing, you know, so I am who I am. You know, if we go back to that, back to that question, I am who I am because we're always, you know, we're always growing. We're always reinventing ourselves. And it's it's beautiful. You know, it just doesn't stop. Every time that question comes up to me, I'm like, that's a loaded question. It's like, it really who am is. I? <laughs> like, I'm so many Ooh. things. I have so many identities, but I love that you answered it with some meaningful, impactful affirmations, because just to acknowledge that I am always growing, I am always changing. And that that's power right there, just to know that I'm changing, I'm growing. So it mm-hmm. it is Thanksgiving soon. I guess it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be on theme and I wanted to ask you, what are the top three things that come to mind that you're most thankful for, because it's never a bad time to give gratitude. Oh, definitely not. I, I'm grateful for experiences. I'm grateful for this moment, you know, not to, to, to go back, but I am. I'm grateful for this moment. I am grateful for um, my ancestors who have laid out the path for me to follow. I'm grateful for uh, the legacy, you know, that we have continue, you know, the opportunities that we are given to, to be able to make choices that are not only important for ourselves, but important for our families, our communities, nation, race, you know, all of that. So um, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful for moments because within the moment is how we change our realities. And once you change that reality and, you know, change your viewpoint, always being positive about it, of course, you know, but once you change your viewpoint of how um, the world, how you view the world is when you open the doors to beauty, beauty, you know, it's when you open the doors to things unimaginable. And and you mentioned affirmations. So I'm all about affirmations. You know, I start each one of my classes with affirmations. And one of the things uh, that's a common uh, tone um, with me and with my classes is it's an affirmation that says I am more than a conqueror. I'm the architect and designer of my destiny. The truth of who I am lies within the blueprint of my DNA. So it basically is not just, you know, at birth, you know, I was, I was given this, this regal, this, this royalty. I was, because I was given choice. So, and it's so much in us, like I said, that um, a lot of us may not necessarily know how to tap in and to find those gems and those jewels. But once you start opening your eyes and, you know, practicing some of the spiritual practices or just to learn how to be, you know, so many of us don't know how to be, you know, to be still, you know, seriously, one of my my favorite yoga poses is uh, corpse pose. Because we're lying there. It's so I'm so busy sometimes. And so many of my clients, so much of us um, within this Western world are so busy that we don't know how to be still. And so to allow your body to lie flat, to be still, you know, just to be just to be flat, even in our beds, we're rarely lying still and lying flat, you know, so (laughs) but to take that time to lie flat, to be still and to be within the moment and Feel your breath, feel your body, you know, feel how how you're lying, the alignment, getting grounded, you know, just everything. I'm like, dang, this is just a simple, it's the simplest of things. We've gotten so far off of um, 
what we think, you know, is too hard. You know, it's like, how did lying down become complicated? <laughs> you know, so how did just being still become complicated? So, yeah, so I'm, I'm grateful for, for so much. Thank you so much for sharing what you're grateful for. It is Thanksgiving. I know, right? It's like, what are you most thankful for? And I'm like, it's a good question. But you're honestly so beautiful and amazing. You have such a bright smile. So I'm like, you just put me in a good mood instantly. Came in. Hey there. So so much, I guess. But before we go, what I like to ask teachers is to lead us through a pranayama. Um, just a couple of quick breaths on air or we're not on air now, but but we yeah. will be. So <laughs> and yeah, just however you do it, your breath, your choice. So, <laughs> okay, well, let's take a deep breath in, breathing in through the nose. And exhaling from the mouth. Round out our shoulders and drop them. Make sure there's no stress within the shoulders. Inhale through the nose. And exhale from the mouth. Last time, let's visualize peace, serenity. Breathing in. All power from the collective source. And release. Let go anything and everything that should not be. Ashe. Ashe, thank you. What does Ashe mean? Ashe meaning as means it, and so it is. And so, so it is. And so it is. That's yeah. absolutely beautiful. I might add that. Normally I go with namaste. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we, we switch it up. So I'll say ashe namaste after each <laughs> yoga class. So that's exactly what I needed. And you said, relax your shoulders. And I was like, yeah, have a, a little yeah, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm able to look at you. So I see you. Yeah. You got to said the situation. You know. I'm like, yeah, I love that you cued exactly for me. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, yeah, my shoulders are a little tense right now. Actually, you're talking about it. So um, <laughs> thank you so much, Mantra, for bringing your light to the Perfect Prana show. Ashe, namaste. <laughs> namaste. You're listening to the Perfect Prana show on 88.1 FM WCRX or on Apple and Spotify where sometimes I post extended versions. So, yeah, cool. And in the spirit of somatic movement, which is movement that releases the tension and releases the stress, and also in the spirit of me showing off my mixing skills and (laughs) turning in a class assignment, I am going to insert a song here A song that I actually found a long time ago for one of my classes that I had to do for a a dance class I was taking back in the day and we had to make a dance to the song and I still really like this song and I play it in my yoga class occasionally. It's super upbeat and I just, 
I love the sound of it, but I yeah, get not everybody has the same taste in music. Either way, I'm gonna play some of this song, giving you the opportunity to do whatever movement you feel is necessary, whatever movement you feel like goes along with this song. So just a moment <laughs> to do a little dance. <laughs> but I get it, not everybody's a dancer, but I think that sometimes it is good to get out of your head and get into your body and just move. And whether that's some arm swings or you're just wiggling your body or just shaking it out or um, nodding your head or moving your hips, whatever you do, I suggest that if you're not alone, that you come back to this part when you are alone so you can take this moment for yourself okay so cue the music Actually, I'm gonna guide us through something. So as I'm playing this song, I want you to start to begin to focus on your breath. Rise up to standing if you are able to. If you're seated and you're able to stand up, rise up to standing and roll your shoulders up and back. And as the beat starts to come on, Start to swing your body, start to swing your arms, twisting your spine side to side. You can do some gentle neck rolls if you'd like. And smile. (laughs) And just roll your shoulders to the beat. Roll your shoulders like you're about to bust out in a very cool break dance. Even if you're not going to, just start pretending like you are. You'll get a lot from that. And then practice whatever movement you feel goes with this song. And if you can't think of anything, just keep swinging your arms and moving your body and releasing that tension and that stress and that awkwardness that you're holding. (laughs) Yes, dancing is so therapeutic. Moving is so therapeutic, but definitely just, just get loose get loose like a goose okay (laughs) whatever and now back to the show (laughs) weekly wellness challenge you know that last week i challenged you and i challenged myself to get to deleting and removing and releasing and throwing things away cleansing i committed to throw one physical item away or rid of one physical item away for an entire week and delete five photos and or videos a week that I no longer need. How did I do? Man, that is so hard. The physical item, not as hard, but the pictures and the videos like oh my gosh it was easy to delete it at first but then it's like now i'm running out of stuff to delete yet i still have no space on my phone so make that make sense i went crazy in my email i just hit delete all 
and that felt so good and freeing. I just hope that there was nothing in my email that I really needed. <laughs> but I'm still in the process of removing. I think at the end of this week, once I officially remove all the stuff that I collected that I want to rid of, I'm like, you know, maybe I didn't rid of it today, but I put it in a pile of stuff that I'm like, yep, I'm going to get rid of this, that it'll be freeing to actually rid of it out of my space. So that's exciting. And uh, that was just the challenge. Just start getting rid of some stuff. Honestly, these challenges, these are all suggestions and offerings and just things to think about throughout the week. And they're offerings and suggestions to myself. Like, I'm not so hardcore all the time. I've come on here many times at this point. Like, I failed that challenge or I didn't even stick to it or I didn't even do it. But, like, uh, something's better than nothing. I tried my best, okay? Anyways, this week's wellness challenge. Do something that you love every single day <laughs> for an entire week. This isn't even challenging for me. <laughs> but I think it's good to think about what we do with intention. So whether that is having your cup of coffee, and you're like, I love my cup of coffee, or it's going on your walk, or, you know, playing with your pet, whether it's cooking, or whether it's crocheting or reading I don't know what you people love whatever you love just do something that you love every day it doesn't have to be the same thing every day but do something you love every day and acknowledge that you love doing it before and or as you're doing it and I think that that's beautiful I think that that is absolutely amazing and that's what i'm going to encourage this week that's the weekly challenge simple it's something that that's something that makes me view life differently so even if like it could be taking a shower whatever self-care being whatever just do something for you that you love every day and it should just be like that in life in general. But I think it's really easy to go on in life and be doing everything out of obligation and duty to other people and duty to this or this responsibility or just doing it just cause you're used to it. Or, and then you look up and you're like, man, I'm not doing what I love to do, so. Yeah, think about what you love to do and do it. That's the vibe. It's very simple. It's very easy. Suka. You know me. I like to close out the show with a quote. And I'm actually going to close out with a quote from Mantra. And I feel like she said this when I wasn't recording. So I just wanted to include this with a quote because I thought it was very simple yet wise. And I really just love talking with everybody and healers and yogis come onto this show and give me guidance and really uplift me. And I love learning from them and the fact that I get to 
interact with them is absolutely amazing. But she said to me, no one knows. And I thought that that was simple. It was in the context of no one knows what you're feeling, what you're going through. You know, just show up and do your best and it'll probably be good. And that's just something to keep in mind when I'm teaching yoga and I'm <laughs> having anxiety, like, oh my gosh, that was horrible. Like, or that was weird. I messed up here and this and that. Or, no one knows that I'm anxious. <laughs> kind of just like the in line with the be confident no matter what. So it was a very simple show for you guys today. Just vibes and positivity. And I mean, for me, it's pre-Thanksgiving. For you, it's post-Thanksgiving. So I'm blessed to be here with you all. It is the 11th episode. I'm so blessed to be here and to keep pushing forward and to keep moving forward and to keep making these shows and to keep having conversations with beautiful people every week and since it is national espresso day oh it's tomorrow i'm encouraged to post my coffee video because look the coffee game has been revised and every year it's something else and i really love the way that i make my coffee now shout out to my dad and I need to post a coffee video, an updated one. So follow me on Instagram at consistentlykaya. If you wanna see how I make the best cup of coffee ever. Consistently spelled with a K, Kaya spelled K-Y-A-H. Thank you. With that being said, May the divinity in me bow to the divinity in you. And namaste. Ashe. <laughs>